Welcome back to another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh and I'm here with Kim Baker. And we're sorry again for being late. <laughs> I'm just not apologizing anymore because I don't think we should be sorry. I know. It kind of makes me sad though because I'm like, is this like how a podcast fades out? Like we just slowly stop like... Fuck no. <laughs> okay. How many regular podcasts do you know that like low-key fuck up and don't record on the day that they're supposed to? I feel like a lot. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess like... Small to mid-sized podcast. Yeah, we're a small to mid-sized podcast, maybe. (laughs) Tiny, tiny to small. Tiny to small-sized podcast. So I'm pretty sure our inconsistencies are accepted by our fans. Yeah, I said fans weird. Fans. I think sometimes I get (laughs) I get nervous because the fans that don't follow us on Twitter are probably like sitting there waiting for us on Monday morning, and they are just like so disappointed it's like when your dog waits for you to come home and just never come home okay that's fucked up kim (laughs) you're getting really dreary on this monday (laughs) afternoon (laughs) i know it's been a long day but yeah so speak on that note the reason why it's been like this is just because we're really busy but yeah things will get better spring is is a tough time of year for everyone yeah everyone's getting their social lives back in the game there's a lot of events happening on (laughs) the weekends and work sucks and we're just trying to get our lives together my boss texted me today and told me that I looked like I was about to have a mental breakdown love that well someone told me in the office today that I look tired that's a great thing to hear honestly (laughs) I was gonna ask you the same thing because you kind of do look tired what the fuck okay for the record I slept horribly last night so did I and the reason is it was windy as fuck I thought there was a tornado outside of my window I could hear the winds whipping all night long. It was like, you know the winds that, like, literally whistle? Yeah. That was outside of my window nonstop all night. Like, I'm Ross surprised. said the same shit. He was like, I mean, he was up all night, too, because, like, we both kept waking up and being like, what the fuck is this wind? Yeah. And I just couldn't fall back asleep. It sucked. I, like, randomly woke up last night, but I don't think it's because of the wind. I think it it's louder because... I. <laughs> This is my theory. It's louder because I'm on the ninth floor. Oh, yeah. I swear, the higher up you go, the that wind speeds sense. are faster or some shit. All right. I'll that, take it. I'll that, take it. That's my theory. I told someone <laughs> in the office that today, and they believed me, so I'm, like, all in on it. Well, Brad yesterday was, like, telling me that he was freaking out because, you know, how I have these, like, big windows, and there's, like, trees right out here. Oh. They were blowing, like, so far back and forth, and he was laying in the bed, and he was like, oh, my God, like, I feel like I'm moving right now because he was looking at the trees, and oh, they're, God. like... <laughs> that... That's just he was like... also pretty drunk. It was a long day watching the Masters, and <laughs> yeah, that's I had like to a... DDS from Wax Off. I'm so proud of you for being a DD on Masters Sunday. Well, I was also deathly hungover. What's new? <laughs> because I went to his house, and like I said, I like cannot hang with his he, family. He's got a wild fam. Yeah, I support it though. I also just think that in my old age, I just can't handle alcohol. Anymore. I know Kim's texting me. <laughs> She's like, I can't hang, and I'm like, have another mimosa, bitch. It's Get it bad together. that I'm like. Excited for this weekend, but I'm also dreading how hungover I'm going to be. I'm frightened for this upcoming weekend. So, for the fans out there, Kim and I are going to Austin. We've kind of hinted at this a few times. But, surprise. We're we're going to Austin, home of several podcasts we're fans of. Yeah, so if you're in the area. Hit us up. Millie Meetup. We're actually, we're doing our podcast there on Sunday. Yeah. So live from Austin, we will be recording. I don't know where we'll be recording, but. Someone's house, probably. Maybe we'll do a live one somewhere. Yeah. Outside. It's going to be hype, but I'm really excited. But yeah, I was thinking about that today. Just like the ensuing hangover that will eventually hit me on Sunday night when we're flying back to Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing is, honestly, I just think my stomach can't handle like all the alcohol that I put in it, and the food. I think I've decided I'm going to be somewhat responsible this weekend and stick to, like, one type of alcohol per day. Yeah. Like, I'm really going to try to stray away from craft beers. I was going to say, craft, craft beer is what ha- really fucks me Craft up. beers have been killing me lately, and it has been the reason for my blackouts, for my hangovers, yeah. for my stomach problems, like... Craft beers are my enemy right now. Well, I drank craft beer, like, all day Saturday, and then at Brad's house, I, like, finished off with 
some wine. Oof. So I woke up and I had the headache and the fucked up stomach and it was Dude. bad. Even last night when I was trying to go to sleep, I kept waking up because my stomach was like that's cramping. It was like in so much pain. I'm sorry, but hops cannot be healthy for you. Yeah. That's my new theory. <laughs> well, I don't I'm know. We to need it. to do some research about like what type of alcohol will not make you feel like shit. <laughs> yeah. Probably like vodka water. Um, I do think that um, Austin is not nearly as big of a craft beer city as Charlotte, so I think we're okay on the brewery scene there and mm-hmm. avoiding that. I think my goal is to stick to rosé, which, eh, hangover, that's fine. A I lot can, of sugar. I can handle it. Rosé and, like, vodka. I remember that. You saying I can, I can handle, handle it? it. <laughs> I think rosé and vodka is my move. So, hold me to that, please. Do you think mixing, like, rosé and vodka would be good? <laughs> That's how you know you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I feel like sometimes people do that, right? Like, no. you mix wine and, like, liquor? Yeah, you can put, like, you put, like, Prosecco in a drink with, like, um, gin. Mm, yeah. And some, like, a splash of juice of some type. I, apparently, gin is, like, the best mixer to, like, cut alcohol. That's what I've been told. What do you mean? Like, we were talking about transfusions this weekend. Oh, I fuck with transfusions. Are those Wait, like a, did a you worldwide go? thing? <laughs> Nationwide? Uh, I don't know. I think so. So for people who don't know what a transfusion is, I just knew about them because of Selwyn, but then I realized that like a bunch of bars have them, but it's It's gin, a thing at Selwyn. Or no, right? it's not gin. Right? It's vodka, isn't it? Oh, ginger ale. Sorry. I meant to say ginger ale, not gin. Because gin is not a mixer. I know. That's why I was like, what do you mean to cut alcohol with? Like, gin is alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I meant ginger ale. Bond moment. (laughs) You just let me go on without stopping me? Okay. Go ahead. Um, So it's ginger ale, grape juice, and vodka. Yeah. And it sounds kind of weird, but it's so good. It's bomb as fuck. And like gin and ginger ale, like... Gin and juice. Yeah. (laughs) No. Or like... I don't know. What else can you mix ginger ale with? Mm. Anyways, I mean, I just feel like, like it's a really Moscow good mixer. Mules, that's ginger beer. Oh, yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. The ginger, I think like, ginger it. is really good for you because... And it's good for your stomach. That's what I'm saying. I think that's why. Because ginger is good for your stomach. So ginger ale, ginger beer, I think those drinks sit better with you. Okay, so, so this I'm weekend, going. we're drinking tra- rosé. Rosé transfusions and Moscow mules. Done. Yep. All right. Perfect. Boom. Don't let me order anything else. Okay. I won't. That sounds like an expensive bar tab, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I might mix in, like, a Mick Ultra here and there. Yeah. But that's fine. Just for some hydration. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the, the water beer in the system. You gotta. I'm scared it's gonna be really hot and I'm gonna, like, be sweaty and dehydrated i'm just trying to get a gram off we have to get a good instagram because like i said i haven't posted a good one recently okay shouts to our friend Haley, who's currently in austin but the bar that she posted an instagram from today eisenhower's i think it's called Mm -hmm. um looks like they have a really good background there's like green grass and shit and i'm all about green grass for a background in my photo oh my gosh it's an aesthetic okay I'm just excited because I actually bought new outfits that I want to try out. Oh my god, I bought a jumpsuit. We were just discussing this. I don't know if it was on the podcast or just in life, but how jumpsuits are impossible to find that fit humans. Like You weren't talking about that with me. Oh, I guess I was talking about it with Caroline then. Oh, probably. Someone. Anyway, jumpsuits are so difficult for me and like... I don't know why. I think it's because I'm tall or something, but yeah. I can never find a jumpsuit that fits me well. I've yet to find one, so... Boom. Found one on Saturday. So hype about it. So cute. Ready to rock it. From where? Girl Tribe. Mm, Nice. Quality boutique. So you went shopping on Saturday but couldn't meet us today drink? I see how it is. No, we literally, I told Ross after brunch, I wanted to hop into Girl Tribe, buy one thing. That's what I did. And then we went and laid on the couch for the rest of the day. I went to Vestique again and I found some more stuff. (laughs) I just, I I'm, think like, a very just, impatient shopper. <laughs> I do that with free people. I, like, go and I'm, like, oh, I can't find anything. And then I'll go, like, four days later and I'm going to, like, force myself to buy something. Yeah. Well, last Monday I had off, so I was, like, okay, I'm going to go shopping. So I went to free people, anthropology, and Vestique, and I found nothing. But I also just think that, like... It's your mindset. Yeah. It's your mindset. And I just don't like 
flipping through all the clothes when I'm not like in, in the, the mindset in the mood yeah yeah but I bought this romper and I bought I'm really excited about I bought this scrunchie that has like the little like ribbons hanging off it not ribbons like you know what I'm saying it's like a hair tie kind of like it has fringe or something no it's like a hair it's like almost like a mini scarf but it's attached this is to really good content <laughs> Anyways, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Like 1950s esque, kind of. Okay, but I like rock the party pony, so I'm oh, really yeah. excited for that. Wait, that's gonna be so, so cute. Keep an eye out for my future Graham. Yo, Graham's it. coming in hot from Austin. Also, Jean Jacket Squad. Oh yeah, my Jean Jacket will be coming out. To More fly. importantly, what are you gonna wear to the airport? Well, you know, I gotta go with some leggings. Okay, so, I was like, I'm kind of feeling leather leggings, but is, is it, that the mood? Is it too late in the season to be wearing leather leggings? I don't think so. See, I thought about going leather. I'm either going leather or sporty. Okay. I can't decide. Also, I think I want to buy a new suitcase. <laughs> this is so aggressive. Mainly because my other one always gets stopped at the gate. You I know highly, this. Okay, you know what you need to get? The uh, away luggage. Bitch, I can't afford that. Yo, there's promo if a, codes on like every wants podcast. To, to sponsor <laughs> the podcast, please send away. Me please send us free luggage. Thank yeah, you. Because I just want to carry on. I don't. I honestly don't want to spend more than like seventy dollars. Just go to TJ Maxx. Ideally less. Yeah. Just seriously. Go That's to what TJ I was thinking, Maxx. but I was like on Amazon today. I want like a hardcover one. That's like mine. Yeah, mine's so cute. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> it's zebra print. Oh right. <laughs> so, I need to pack too. Oh, yeah. So, airport fit. I gotta go. Um, cool t-shirt. I might go with this new crop top tee that I bought from Vestique. Okay. So, if I do that, I'll probably go leather leggings. Can we talk about how crop tops are, like, weirdly in style again? Yeah. And I feel like I'm almost at the age where I'm too old to wear crop tops, but I'm not. I know I'm not. I definitely feel like that. And I also just feel like it's too close to winter, and I'm still trying to get rid of my winter body. So I can't fully wear crop tops. <laughs> I can only wear crop tops if I'm wearing something high-waisted enough oh, so yeah. you can barely see any skin. Right. So that's why I'm saying leather leggings because those things are high-waisted as fuck. And they're spank, so like yeah. gives you a little extra. But yeah, no, crop tops, man, I don't know how I feel about this because I can't go to a store without finding a sweater that's like not a crop top. Yeah, like what happened to the days where everything was super long and would like hang over your butt? I know. Oh, those are the good days. I miss frat tees that were like XXL. Yeah. Also, I heard that high-rise jeans are like going out of style. Oh, that's a fuck no. Yeah. I don't deal with low-rise jeans. Mm -mm. I don't have a six-pack yet. (laughs) Yet. Keyword yet fit fam season let's get it yeah we worked out today no big deal yeah me and kim both ran so cheers to that that's why we're drinking one now yeah and we already had some of my chocolate bunny from the easter basket that my mom sent <laughs> she's an angel she truly is um should we get into some voicemails well i was gonna say should we get into this this sunday we didn't really completely cover our sundays oh yeah tiger yeah. He's back, baby. He is the goat. So, like, you're all in on Tiger. I don't care what anyone says. Okay. I, I know what I said before. I've just always been partial to Rory, but, I mean, Tiger did it. He fucking did it. So. No, I mean, he's and the he goat. he deserves it. He's the fucking goat. If yeah. you are not a Tiger fan, like, get the fuck out. I'm really just not, like, a bandwagon fan. No, I've and been I'm, a Tiger fan since I was, like, in third yeah. grade. Yeah, well, bandwagon might not be the right word. I'm just, like... I don't like rooting for the person that everyone else is rooting for. Like, but in I, this case, I like to root for the underdog, but... Okay, I get that, but in this case, he kind of was the underdog. Yeah, which is why I think that... It was he, dope. Yeah, it was very exciting. I have never seen people get more excited about a Masters win, yeah. ever. I mean, just the moment where he hugged his son, I was about to cry. Yeah. It was I don't so know. sweet. I was like... If I were his daughter, I'd feel, like, kind of shafted. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't seem to be, like, I mean, like, I as get close. that it's a whole thing because, like, he hugged his dad. Dad, yeah. Like, and... They, like, did the pictures right. side by side, and I was like, oh, my so God, So I get my that, heart. but... Yeah. Is that his girlfriend? Yeah. They, mm. they said that in the broadcast. Yeah. I mean, good for him for being in a relationship. Right. Getting his life also, together. Also, his teeth, they've got to be veneers. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop staring at his teeth. 
I, I like, wanted to talk. No way they're real. Well, I wanted to talk to someone about this, but the people that I was watching the Masters with definitely did not give a shit. Same. <laughs> so I'm out here just analyzing Tiger's clearly veneers. And I was just like, I wish I had someone to talk to about this. And I didn't want to tweet about it because I didn't want to be someone shitting on Tiger after he just won the Masters. But they kept, like, showing pictures of him, like, smiling so big. And I was like, bro, those teeth are fake as fuck. Yeah, like, so fake. Oh, my God. Thank you for noticing that. Yeah. And, like, I wish I could have seen a picture from him of him from, like, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But if you go side by side, there's well, got to be a significant difference there. Haven't you seen all these pictures being posted, like, of Yeah, all the but, I, like, I haven't seen one specifically of his mouth. Yeah, true. So, we're going to have to do some, there was, some deep diving. <laughs> there was a lot on Twitter about the mock tea, the oh, mock turtleneck. Yeah, it's mock turtleneck season, baby. <sighs> Is it? Because I hate the mock turtleneck okay speaking of getting fits off though how do we feel about the air max golf shoes i'm all in on them did you notice that no okay so jason day i think it was he was rocking them so they're air maxes Mm -hmm. but they're golf shoes i'm gonna be honest i like was like struggling to watch the masters because of said hangover so oh my god that's so unfortunate yeah but these are the tightest golf shoes i've ever seen they are selling them um, on the Nike website, like, for, like, 120 bucks. They're not even expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Brad has them. I'm about to cop a pair. <laughs> All white, Nike Air Max golf shoes. My, that is my vibes. My golf shoes are, like, very old school. I need to get a new pair. Yeah, mine are so ugly. I think they're, like, Pumas, maybe. I don't know. Classic. At least they're not foot joys. That's, like, the ultimate, like, old man golf shoe. <laughs> My dad probably definitely has a pair of foot joys. Oh, I also uh, copped myself a Masters 2019 hat. Nice. Straight out of the Masters that I did not attend, so I'm going to be that trash human and rock Who it. Who got it for you? Bishop. Oh, I was going to say. He Art. was, like, trying to, like, sell all these, not bootleg <laughs> Masters hats, but from last year. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I bought, like, seven. Like, you want to buy one? <laughs> out of control. I just, I wanted it. And I just decided to be what that color? trash human. Green. Green. Nice. You gotta go green. Yeah. Classic. Well, yeah. That's exciting. So I had myself a quality Sunday watching the Masters. I was rooting for Kepka as like a second place or and mm-hmm. I mean I guess he did get second place, so um I'm in love with him. Yeah. He's a certified hottie. Yeah. Wait, is he the one with the unibrow? No. That's Molinari. Oh, right, right. He's the guy that almost won. Yeah, he was, like, pretty close up there. He was the Italian guy. No, but Kepka is the one that's, like, younger. He's, like, low-key ripped. Yeah. Mm. He's a hottie. He's my new, uh, he's my new power player in the golf, golf game. Yeah. So... Well, overall, pretty happy about that. <laughs> Leading after that was Game of Thrones, which Kim also doesn't watch. So Kim didn't really have herself a Sunday. Like I'm telling you, I was in rare form of Hangover. <laughs> okay, so can I just point this out? I have noticed that so many people that are, like, dating someone and couples, whatever, only one person in the relationship is a Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. So, like, in my relationship, I'm the Game of Thrones fan. In Kim's relationship, Brad is the Game of Thrones fan. In my roommate's relationship, her boyfriend is the Game of Thrones fan. (laughs) And it's like, we're all out here in these relationships, and it's fucked. Like, we just want to watch Game of Thrones with our significant other, and we can't. I think it's weird, though, that it's not consistent being, like, either the guy or the girl, because... We were talking about it at my office this morning, as I'm sure everybody oh, was talking about Oh, you know that was water cooler talk all across <laughs> the country this morning. But my boss was saying, like, she was going on and on about how it's, like, designed for men and how it's, like, very, like, men-centric and it's all about, like, sex. But she was like, I like it because there are some, like, really badass women. But, like, you can tell See, that it, like, kind of aims towards men. Really? I feel like... The opposite, almost. Well, she was, like, there's just a lot of parts. Like, she was, like, one whole season was just, like, all battles, like, and it was so boring. Yes, there are a lot of, like, battle scenes and, and things that, like, that cater. And, like, yeah, I had to sex, definitely get like, there's adjusted. there's so many boobs everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs, but, like, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of, I've kind of just, like... I mean, yeah, it doesn't bother me, but I just feel like it's clearly something more enjoyable (laughs) by men (laughs) yeah i mean especially in like season one there's definitely a lot of sex um i mean last night i was watching it with brad and like two people were talking and i was like are they gonna have sex and he was like probably who 
I thought that, um, what is it now? The younger brown-haired daughter. Arya? Yeah. I thought she was going to have sex with that guy. In Gendry? The, the guy who was... Make- the sword guy? Yes. Oh, my God. So that is a couple that, like, low-key everyone's wanted to happen for several seasons, but she's also been, like, a child in prior seasons, and yeah. now she's finally, like, actually Well, that's what I'm up. saying. I could tell that she's, like, kind of young, but I was, like... I can clearly tell that... There's some sexual tension up in there. Yeah. There has been for a while. Does... Is it Sansa? Sansa, yeah. She's the one... The redhead one? Uh Uh-huh. The one that's married to Joe Jonas? Yes, yes. (laughs) Sophie Turner. IRL. (laughs) Yeah, Brad said that last night. I was like, we already talked about this on the podcast. She's a badass bitch. Yeah. I fucking love her. Who does she hook up with? In Um, the show? No one currently. Really? Good for her. Well, she was, like, married to this guy who was, like, raping her, and then she was married to another guy that was raping her. She's been in some fucked up situations. Oh, because in the first, like, couple episodes that I watched of the first season, they Uh were trying to, like, set her up with, like... Joffrey. Yeah, I guess. Well, soon to be king. Yeah. Um, It's all a thing. Can we talk about the Twitter-wide quote about... If you want a whore. <laughs> oh my god, we have to discuss this. <laughs> if you want a whore, buy, buy one. Her. Yeah. Yeah, if you want a queen, earn, earn her. her. I think it's overrated, especially because if you watched the episode, she still fucked the well, guy. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, there's <laughs> so much controversy because it's like, she makes a good point and then she totally just contradicts herself. But the, And that's what everyone's saying. Everyone's like, all these girls about to get this, like, tattooed on their body and then they're still going to sleep with the guy five minutes later anyway. And I was like, wow, she really screwed us with that one. She did, but uh, I don't know. I also felt like it kind of made it more real to a point in that it was, like, more relatable because, like, how many times have you just, like, done something like that? Oh, I mean, yeah. But, but also <laughs> on top of it, Cersei, the You can't just person... say something like that and expect it to be meaningful and then go have sex with them later. Yeah. No. But also Cersei, the person that said that, is supposed to come across as a strong woman and she's, like, not at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think that it was, like, a good character point for her because she fucking sucks and I hate her. Really? Oh, she's literally the worst character. She's the enemy. Uh, I mean, the White Walkers are the real enemy, but she's the enemy. Um... Are the White Walkers the people who put that little boy on the wall? Yeah. Because <laughs> that was fucked up. I literally had to Breaking turn away. Breaking down Game of Thrones with <laughs> someone who has never watched it. This is the most entertaining I shit for me right now. <laughs> both hands over my eyes. Like, oh, dude, when his eyes turned blue. Oh, see, yes. See, I didn't even watch that part because I was like already covering my eyes. Then I heard the scream and I was like, just tell me when it's over. It was so good. It was so well done. No, yeah, that's, that's fucked up. But I mean, I did understand it. For the most part, like, obviously they showed the preview at the very beginning and mm-hmm. she had, like, burned those two guys with their dragon. And then later on, the guy... You realized that it was Sam's father and brother. Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, I executed them. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Daenerys was definitely made out to be a lot harder of a bitch in this episode than she has been in the past, but I think that was definitely purposeful. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want John to be king at the end of the day, but... But they're cousins, Yeah, they cannot fuck anymore. That's got to stop. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, how is that going to unfold? Well, I don't know, because they didn't really show his reaction to finding out that he's been, you know, fucking his aunt He was just like, so my dad lied to me, is what you're saying. I was like, that's what you're worried about? Like, bro. (laughs) You just fucked your cousin under a waterfall. (laughs) No one's talking about this. (laughs) No one's talking about this. That was a fire scene, though, with the dragons. Pretty dope. I don't know. See, that's why I couldn't get into it, because I'm not into all this fancy shit. Like, if you I, watch from the beginning, I just can't understand. take it seriously. No, yeah. even at the beginning, I was like, this is comical. Like, I no, wanted to laugh. No, from season one, I mean. Yeah, that's where I started. You suck. All I'm saying is this is one of the most, like, revolutionary seasons of television in, like, the history of television. I don't know. So like, it's what a is pretty the underlying meaning deal. behind it? It doesn't matter. Everyone's obsessed with it, and there's a reason. See, like I said before, so the reason why I'm not a huge Tiger fan is because everyone else is obsessed with it. No. Okay, I was in on Game of Thrones before everyone else was, for the record. Okay, what? I was. I've been a Game of Thrones fan You're for, gonna like, four years. You're going to be that girl like, I started this. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> actually a Game of Thrones fan from day one. I was, like, a Game of Thrones fan for, like, four years. But four years, I mean, that's pretty long time. Like, there's a yeah. lot of people that are, like relatively new i mean there are some people that have been out here fans since the books came out but i'm not a book person (laughs) t 
TV show Strictly. Yeah, I haven't read the past two books for a book club, so. Have you heard, um, spoiler alert, possibly, I don't know. Have you heard this theory about there being an additional episode? No. So. Why would I hear that? <laughs> Kim doesn't watch the show, but I'm just going to discuss this because I feel like the people need to know. And for everyone out there listening who's not a Game of Thrones fan, I'm just, standing just, by you. Just press the fast forward button. Um, there's a theory. So seven is like a common theme in the book. Like there's seven books. There's the seven kingdoms. There's like the seven gods, whatever. Um, there's six episodes in this season. There's a theory that there's a secret seventh episode that's going to air the week after the finale. That's going to be the real finale. That's mm. going to be dope as fuck. Imagine the letdown when there's not actually going to be a seventh episode. I know. I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm low-key all in on this theory. These uh, There's Barstool Game of Thrones podcast now because, of course, everyone's got to capitalize on this shit. Yeah. So, of course, I was listening to it and they were talking about it and I'm like, yeah, I'm all in on this theory. Well. Okay. That's our, our Game of Thrones <laughs> segment of the podcast that Kim has minimal input but low-key, tweet at me your Game of Thrones takes because I care so much. So just get at me. I'm going to start muting Game of Thrones on Twitter. Don't be that person. As long as you're... I don't even know how to do that. Let's be honest. Yeah, Kim doesn't even know how to mute words on Twitter. <laughs> oh, boy. I promise I'm not as stupid as I make myself out to be. All right. Voicemail time. Right? Um. Yeah, sure. All I right. guess that's what we're getting into. You pick them because I think that you looked at them. First time listener, first time caller, hello ladies. Um, I'm listening to your last pod episode, um, and I don't remember what number it is, doesn't matter at this point, but how many boys, too many boys to be talking to on like Tinder and Hinge, like once you like merge them from the app to your phone, like what's like the limit? Like how many is too many? Please advise, XOXO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> first of all, shout out 919. I don't know who that is, but they're from my Bye. area. <laughs> Uh, the tri, what is it called? The triad or something? The triangle? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Raleigh-Durham, the Raleigh-Durham triangle. Yeah. Something like that. Cool. Anyway, back to the question. What do you think? So he's saying after you meet people, like, on Hinge and Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, Tinder, and you, like, whatever. get their numbers and it, like, progresses Turns into to, something more. Yeah. Like, what's the number of people that you should be talking to at the same time? Three? I would say max three, yeah. I'd say three. Because once you get north of three, that's way too much to remember and too much to I was going to gonna say, you start getting confused. <laughs> I mean, I've been in that boat back in the day. See, I've my... never gone more than, like, two. That's what I'm saying. I've gone to, like, two, and I've, like, fucked that up. Plus, I, like, feel guilty. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm not dating them exclusively, obviously, but I'm just, like, I don't want to be that girl who's, like, talking to a bunch of dudes. Like, I don't need that much attention. I need enough, but, like... I'm just an emotional person, and I get invested pretty early on, and I don't want to waste my time getting invested in someone's life if it's not going to turn into anything. So, like, more than three is, like, now I'm trying to learn three people's backgrounds really, and life stories. You really do get confused. You're just like, oh, yeah, like, Wait. when you're on a date, you're like, oh, didn't you say, like, you're from Raleigh? And they're like, no. And you're like, oh, sorry, I must have made that up. And then you're like, shit, that was the other guy. And they're like, oh, didn't you say you, like, <laughs> played football in college? Oh, no. Okay. And you're like, oh, sorry, that was my other friend. <laughs> and it then just... it just gets super awkward. Yeah. Um, Because I would be... I've. Feel like I've been the person to like fuck that up and like cover myself, but mm-hmm. but I mean, if you're just on Hinge and Tinder strictly just like for hooking up and you don't give a fuck about the person's background, I mean, as many as you want, I guess. Yeah. But honestly, more than three, that's just like so much time. Like, I have a job, I have like hobbies, I have friends. Like, right. if you're talking to more than three people, like, how do you have time for like yourself? Yeah, <laughs> like maybe you should reevaluate. Like, you gotta have some me time up in here. Yeah, I say three, and I also feel like that's temporary. Like, Plus, it's three... hard to find, like, a good three that, like, stick. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can transfer, like, maybe, like, four or five, like, from Hinge or Tinder, like, give your numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm pretty, like, selective, or I used to be. Yeah. I'm talking, like, I'm still single, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, I was pretty selective. Yeah, about like, I would give my, my number out. to, like, maybe, like, one or two, or, like, maybe three, mm-hmm. but then, like then you have to get to the point where they're, like, texting you. And then from then I make, like, another selection. 
Yeah, and then you hang like, out with them, and then you're like... Are they actually worth texting? Right, and then you hang out with them, and then you're like, okay, are we, like, pursuing this further or not? Right, and then I would get down to, like, one, and then go on a couple dates, and I was like, nah. And, like, there were times where I definitely had, like, a couple in my rotation, but I think two is honestly ideal, yeah. because it's easy to balance two, mm-hmm. if you're just, like, hooking up, having fun, whatever, doing your thing, but... I don't know. See, I would never, like, hook up with more than one guy at a time. I have never had two consistent hookups at the same time. Yeah. I've, like, hooked up with someone, hooked up with someone else, and then, like, gone back to the original. I mean, yeah. I feel like we've all been there. Um. But I've never been able to, like... Consistently juggle multiple people. Yeah. No, me neither. I think that's just something I struggle with just because if I'm gonna, like put my effort into something, I'm, like, putting my effort into that thing. And even though I know that I have, like, no ties to them necessarily, like, I still have such a guilty conscience, like, (laughs) I feel like (laughs) I wouldn't want to be one of, like, multiple, even though, like, I probably am. (laughs) we've all been there, yeah. So, but still, I don't know, that's just, like, the way that my brain works. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good question because... Some people can handle more than others, but I think at the end of the day, I mean, if your goal is a relationship in the long run, like, you know, talk to three people, go on a few dates, you know, have yeah. your own personal bachelor going on. Right. Then narrow it down to three. Well, I was going to say- Then narrow it down to two. It's not like you're, like, on The Bachelor and you're, like, fully investing in all of these women at the same time. Yeah. But, I don't know. But then, yeah, like you said, if your end goal is to date somebody, like- have as many options as you want because then it makes it more likely that you're going to find somebody. So, <laughs> I mean, you always, the chance. It's all it's all a game of probability. And keeping your options open, I mean, you can give three your number and then, like, maybe the third guy, you're like, eh. And then you meet someone else and then you add them back into the rotation. Right. It's all a rotation. Yeah. Rotation and game of probability. It'll all work out in the end, no matter what you do. But honestly, more than three people, that's going to be tough on the on the memory. Unless you're, like, low-key a crazy memory person, you're going to fuck up if you have more Yeah, than three. like, you better make some note cards before you go on some dates. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. True. All right. Next one. <clears throat> this one? Yeah. Let's, Katie, what's up? Big Will here. Uh, question for you. So, Bumble date time, Tinder date time, Hinge date time. Pick your favorite app. Uh, say you get there and meet up with the person, and it is just like, no, uh, you are not really what you look like, or hey, just definitely not feeling this. What's the you know respectable amount of time that you have to stay there? Um, so it's not clearly like, hey, I'm just gonna blow you off. Um, or how many drinks did you have to have with that person before you're like, yeah, got a bounce? Because nope, 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 not feeling you. All right, love you both. I'll be wow. seeing you soon. All right, bye. Aw, love you, Big Will. Love you so much, Big Will. Always <laughs> and forever. You are you are the best caller for this podcast. Yes. Like, hands down. He's always got the good questions. Oh. So, back on the theme. Also, just God bless to everyone out there still on dating apps because yeah. we were there. Oh, my God. I love, I love the dating app questions, though. These are my favorite. They're so fun to answer. I know. Um. So, yeah, continuing on with our theme of dating app questions, as opposed to the opposite question, how many people can you have in the rotation, the opposite of how you cut someone out real fucking <laughs> how fast. How quickly can you get rid of one person? Um, this is tough. So, have you ever gone on an, a, an dating app date, a date in general, where it was just like, dude, this is a fuck no for me? Yeah. And what of did course. you do? I... I have a really bad problem of, like, leading people on, even when <laughs> I'm completely sure, because I just feel so bad. Like, I really need to, like, put my foot down more often, but I just feel so, like, I don't know. I would just feel bad leaving them mm-hmm. too early in. If it were a dinner date, obviously, you have to stick through and finish dinner. Like, I well, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be like, let's go out for drinks after. Like, I would just be like, oh, I got to get home. Like, and that's the thing about me, too. I would never be like yo, this isn't working out. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really tired. I have to get back. And, like, maybe that makes me a bitch for not, like, being honest. But I just... Yeah. I'm so awkward I can't, like, say that. It's... It's not, like... It's hard because you see people have conversations, like, we're not a match. Like, this isn't a connection. Whatever. On, like, TV and stuff like that. 
But having the balls to say that to someone's face. And, like, know that you're hurting their feelings. See, I just, that, like, breaks my heart. I mean, to to be completely honest, no one has ever said that to me. When I know someone has felt that way about me. Right. Obviously, like, I'm not perfect. Like, there's obviously people that I've gone on dates with and then they've just ghosted me, which is cool. Um, And they could have said, you know, right there and then at the date, you know, like, hey, like, it was great meeting you. No, I agree. And I think a lot of the times ghosting is okay. But I'm saying, like, I feel like I've gone on dates where the guy might not have felt a connection and maybe I did. And they could have just said, hey, like, great to meet you, but I just don't think this is a match. Yeah. Or, like, I'm not really feeling a connection. See, I just feel like that's, like, like an let's unnecessary just way to, like, hurt someone's feelings. I agree. Where, like, honestly, just ghost me. Yeah. But because, like, if you're not that far invested, it doesn't really... Like, one date? Yeah, it doesn't it. matter if you're ghosting them. Like, you're not technically, like... I would consider ghosting to be, like, leading somebody on for, like, a significant amount of time mm-hmm. and then just totally cutting it off without an explanation. Like, that's one thing. I mean, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, and that's a little messed up. And I up. feel bad about it. But, like, after the first date or something, if you're not feeling it, you just, like, ghost them. Like, obviously, everybody knows how to take that hint. You're just like, okay, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. But it is tough with you're on the first date, right, and you don't feel the connection and you don't know where to cut it off to kind of give the hint that you're not into it but not to hurt their feelings. Yeah. I and mean, if I you're don't... going out for just drinks, I would say, like, at least two drinks. Yeah. If you just have one drink, that's, like, 30 minutes. I just don't know how people feel they don't feel the connection. Not that I feel the connection with everyone, but, like, how do you know right off the bat? Unless, oh, didn't he say it's, like, they're not what they looked like? If they're not what they looked like, yes. But how often does that really happen? And, like, don't be shallow. Like, at least give them two drinks to, like, make a case for themselves. Yeah, I agree. But on top of that, I do agree with you to the point where how can you not feel anything in the beginning? If you felt something, okay, not that you're, like, feeling, like, super deep emotions when you're, like, texting someone, but if you are texting someone that you met on the app or whatever, and they're, like, okay, like, let's go get drinks, like, there's obviously some sort of, like, flirtatious banter. Yeah. At least have, I would like, imagine there would be. to go off of based on what you talked about over text. I mean, I don't go on dates with people or I didn't go on dates with people um, unless I had some sort of, like, flirtatious banter where I'm like, yeah. okay, this person has a personality that I can, like, fuck with. Because I feel like that's how you screen people, like, so you don't run into this situation where yeah. you're just, like, going in blind for a date and then you're like, oh, my God, I realize I hate them. Now how do I get out of this? Like, yeah. I'm not getting out of my bed and my house and putting clothes on and getting makeup on and straightening my hair all the way to meet somebody at like an actual location if I'm not at least like a little bit 80% sure that I mean 80 was a little high but also like like, come on like they don't look they don't look like what they look like in their profile like catfishing like for real like are we not like literally stalking all of their social media accounts before we meet them yeah like Like, I would not do better Follow them on Instagram. Don't even follow them. Creep on their Instagram account. If they're private, find their Facebook account. Find their Twitter. Find their LinkedIn if you have to. Also, I don't know if I'm the only one. I didn't go on any dates if I didn't have at least, like, one mutual friend. Oh, I have gone on dates where I didn't have at least one mutual friend. However, I did significant stalking of Instagram to know that they seemed normal. Yeah. I mean, either or, but I just feel like because I was mainly on Hinge and it did it, like, through your mutual friends. Yeah. I always had at least, like, one or two mutual friends. Even yeah. if it's, like, some random person from, like, my high school, I'm like, okay, at least I know that they're not a serial killer because so-and-so <laughs> knows them. I love how that's the justification. They're not a serial killer because so-and-so knows them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least you know that they're, like, a real person. But honestly, sometimes... Like, they would have, like, one or two mutual friends, and it was, like, these two other blonde girls from my sorority who looked very similar to me, and I was, like, yeah, they're only mutual friends because they definitely went on a hinge date before. (laughs) But I'm, like, at least I know that she's definitely been on a hinge date with him. So, he didn't kill her, I'm safe. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think two drinks minimum, dinner, you have to stick it out. Um, So, what I was telling you about earlier was the show called Dating Around. If you haven't seen it, um... I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Basically, it follows a bunch of different people. I think there's eight episodes in completely different demographics, and it's 
it chooses one person and they go on five exactly the same dates same restaurant like same pre-dinner drinks same dinner same like post-dinner drinks if they take it that far um whatever like they wear the same outfit everything and they go on five dates so the first episode is a dude who's around our age a little bit older and it all takes place in New York City and he goes on five dates with five different girls and there's no like backlog commentary like The Bachelor like there's no like interview Mm -hmm. you know how that like cuts in the middle of dates and stuff when you're watching The Bachelor it's not like that it's like all like first not first person but like third person like you're watching the date and that's it yeah and then at the end of the episode they're only 30 minute episodes at the end of the episode they pick a person to take on a second date and that's it and you just see the person that they pick and then it blacks the screen out it's really an interesting concept it's on netflix um do the people know that they're like on the show like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah a game show no it's not like a game show it's just like oh like you signed up for this like dating show whatever and you just like go on a date does he pick them like in front of everyone no it's like literally they go on the five dates and then the second the like the end part of the episode is like them meeting up like somewhere in new york city and that's it it's just like them like they had obviously like texted or whatever and then it's like oh they're reuniting and they like hug and that's it and then the screen blacks out that's so weird. It's very interesting. Um, I highly recommend it, though, and every episode is kind of, like, a different demographic. So, there's, like, a girl that's, like, divorced in her 30s. There's, like, an older man who's, like, in his 60s or 70s. How do they pick the five contestants? Are they, like, similar in any way? Or, like, the, they pick them based oh, on the their Oh, the people likes? that they go on dates with? Yeah. They're very different, a lot, most of the people. Hmm. And I really don't, I have no idea how they were picked. Um, is it, like, funny? Parts of it, it's just super interesting because it's, like, it's very organic. It's, like, watching you go on five, like, hinge dates, for example, with, like, five guys who are, like, you know, from Charlotte or whatever, but, like, not exactly the same. Hmm. Which, I mean, when you think about it, like, looking back on your your dating days, you probably did go on five dates with five (laughs) different guys that were super different that at the time you didn't realize were super different, but, like... If it was filmed and you were looking back on it, right? They were so completely different interactions. So it's like organic, even though they, they know that they're being filmed. It's I think it's one of the more organic dating shows I've seen. Hmm. Um, and there's like out. a lesbian girl that's on it who's like in her late twenties. That's really interesting. There's a gay guy. Um, there's like an older woman. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like completely all these different demographics. Hmm. Um. Which I think, I find it very interesting. There was, like, a girl on it that's around our age, and she's, like, super hipster, and she goes on dates with all these guys, and she's kind of a bitch, low-key, but, like, (laughs) in a good way, but she's just, like, that girl, and she, like, gets into an argument (laughs) with one of the guys on the dates, because she's just, like, kind of a hard-ass, and she's, like, very intellectual, and the guy's, like, not that he's an idiot, but he's just, like, they don't have that connection Mm -hmm. and it's just a super interesting interaction to see how she approaches it um and then there's like so one of the dates that I wanted to compare to the situation was um the girl that's divorced um she's on a date with this guy and he's kind of like so the reason why she's divorced is she was in an arranged marriage she's like um of Indian descent Mm -hmm. and her parents set her up in this arranged marriage it doesn't end up working the guy ends up cheating on her it's a whole thing whatever you find that out as she goes on all these dates um one of the guys is like it's your fault for like letting yourself go into an arranged marriage whatever he's like very argumentative back and forth with her and it's weird because they got to like the after dinner drink section of the date but anyway um It's just super interesting because they, like, get into this huge argument in the middle of the bar, pretty much. And it's just, like, super aggressive back and forth. And obviously the date ends right then and there. But it's, like, it's really funny to see, like, how she's obviously, like, well, this clearly isn't going on to a second date. And they, like, end it. And he walks, like, storms out of the restaurant or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Obviously that's some shit you would never see in real life. But I think it would be hilarious if like you went on a, like a hinge shade or something with someone and you like like a heated topic comes up and you like start debating it back and forth and someone like storms out of the restaurant like 
I mean, that's the most extreme version of this, but yeah, I would just love to hear a story about something like that happening, like, IRL, like, not actually on a TV show. Hmm. I could just not see myself getting in a fight with somebody on a first date. Like, do you think that there's anything that you're, like, that passionate about that you could see yourself like, getting in a big fight with somebody? I mean, unless that they were, like, a super big asshole and they were just saying something, like, completely... Out of line. Yeah. I mean, there are things that I am passionate enough about to definitely, like, want to argue my point. But at the end of the day, I don't really get into super, like, controversial topics Yeah, I with honestly... people that I don't have close relationships with because... I am a super passionate person and I will fight someone and like I've gotten in like screaming matches with members of my family about stuff right like politics or whatever it may be that's a controversial subject but I don't think I would ever subject myself to that conversation on a first date and if it got to that point I wouldn't take it as far as like screaming with someone I would just like end it yeah I would end it before it escalated to that level true yeah, you know I'm what I mean. Not, like, like I'm not like unless I was like belligerently drunk yeah. or something. Like <laughs> I'm not I, naturally that aggressive. <laughs> like I can't imagine myself being like. But that I like psycho. to argue. Like so, like Brad and I look for like topics to argue about because I think it's fun. Not like getting mad and screaming, but like I think that's healthy. That's though. a good. Yeah, I was gonna say like healthy debate. Way to... I think is important in any relationship because if you're agreeable on every topic, like what the fuck, like no one is that agreeable, and I don't think that's normal. Yeah, and I really like to hear people's side of things because I feel like I'm not like so far to one side about any argument, so I like to hear other people's opinions and like try to see it from their point of view and mm-hmm. try to like compare it to my point of view and like. If I don't agree, like, completely, I'm just, like, all right, agree to disagree. Like, I respect yeah, that. Yeah, agree to disagree. And, like, definitely, like, having respect for each other when it comes to that kind of stuff, I think, is so important. Yeah. Me and my brother are big debaters. And we're similar in a lot of ways. But we're also, we have differing opinions on a lot of things as well. Yeah, same. <laughs> and I, it's always fun for us to go back and forth. And, I mean, me and my brother have definitely gotten to the point of, like, screaming matches because, I mean... It's yeah, your sibling, but... Well, see, it's funny that you mentioned that, because now I'm thinking, like, my brother and I really disagree on a lot of stuff, but I won't even get to that point. I'll just, like, walk away. Because yeah. I'm, like, just so frustrated. I'm, like, it's not even worth it. Well, and, I mean, with certain people and certain topics, I think you know that no matter what you say, it's not going to change their mind, so it's not really worth yeah. your efforts. Like, I just... I can't even listen to you anymore. <laughs> but if you're out here doing that shit on a first date, like, holy shit. You yeah. Gotta, you like, gotta tone it the fuck back. <laughs> yeah, chill out. I don't think that's what Will was referring to. I think he was more referring to, like, this bitch is weird, but... I'm pretty sure he, yeah, he's had a couple, like, catfish situations is what it sounds like. Damn. Are people Do really out here catfishing? I don't know. You know that show is still on MTV. Yeah, that freaks me out. I was, um... I don't think there's ever, like, a reason for that to be okay. I was listening to a podcast um, the other day, and the guy, the catfish guy was on it. Oh, yeah. Ned? Yeah. He came to UNC Charlotte one time, like, did a a talk. And it was really interesting hearing him talk about it. Um, And it was even funnier because he he and his wife were both on the podcast, and they met, like, through Instagram DMs. (sighs) Of course. Like, isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. that's the world we live in, but... I just thought it was wild. Well, that's, like, um, Ben from The Bachelor. Yeah. He slid into this girl's DMs who happens to be, like, this girl that one of my friends from Ole Miss went to college with. Oh, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And he just, like, slid into her DMs one day. And, of course, like, you're not going to say no to Ben Higgins. Uh, hell not. If Ben Higgins slid into my DMs, I would be like, sup. Yeah. Can we just talk about how all these fucking bachelor, bachelorette bitches are out here at Coachella living their best lives? Okay, Hannah G, I'm, like, low-key obsessed with her. I know people don't like her, but she's so cute. I'm low-key obsessed with, like, everyone from last season, but I hate to say this, but um, Kaylin, her style is next level. And I thought I gave her the Instagram follow the other day because her clothes are just too cute. Yeah, she's like starting to grow on me, but I really did not like her during the season. And her and Cassie are like tight now. See, I hate Cassie. I know, but I like, hate her the more that like her and Colton continue to date. 
Yeah, because she's clearly just in it for the fame. There's no chance this relationship lasts. And she seems like a really low-key bitch. Like, after what she put Colton through on that last episode. Also, I'm all in on the, um, on the theory that her and her family are just crazy social climbers. Yeah. Like, her sister is, like, married to this actor. Right. I don't know who he is. I think he's, like, British or something. she was on another show before this, and her dad, like, clearly wanted to be on the show so bad. Yeah, no. Their family, they're crazy social climbers. Like, her sister has, like, millions of followers on Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was, like, looking at her sister's Instagram the other day. I'm like, this shit was planned. Like, the Bachelor people, like, saw her potential for stardom because her family is already basically famous. Yeah. And boom. There she goes. And they set her and Colton up to fall in love. It's BS. Like little puppets. That's why I'm out on The Bachelor, JK. I will definitely be watching <laughs> next season. I don't know. I'm all in on Hannah B. I'm so out on her. It's not even funny. Alabama Hannah, let's go. God, no way. Honestly, I'm just ready for the next season of Paradise. That's what I really live for in this world. I just want to go on Paradise. <laughs> How do I go on paradise and in just a drink and eat for free and like, <laughs> yeah, just live my best life, make a name for myself, gain a just couple like Instagram followers, get Instagram famous, make the podcast like blow up. Right at the end of the day, it's all about the podcast. We'll get Wells Adams on there. Ah, uh, I love him. Yeah, can they just hire me to be the new bartender? I mean, me and you. Imagine me and you as bartenders on Paradise. That would be electric transfusions and rosé for everyone (laughs) this is all we serve here because we don't know how to make anything else but trust me it's good for you (laughs) you don't want to hang over we'll take care of you (laughs) we'll take care of you all right should we wrap it up yeah um catch us next week yeah stay um, tuned in austin it's gonna be lit as fuck we may or may not have some special guests we'll see yeah um, I'm going to pack the microphone right now because I know I'm going to forget. Yeah, do not forget the microphone. Oh, that means I have to bring my laptop, too. It's such a hassle. God, Kim, I feel so bad for you. I know you're being sarcastic, but <laughs> you try putting your laptop in a carry-on that always gets stuck, and then they have to check the bag. Kim, you have to buy a new carry-on before we leave. I'm not dealing with this bitch having to check her luggage again. I know. I always try to, like, hide it behind my leg, and then they're like, ma'am... Put that in the thing. Measure it. I'm like, it fits. I promise. They're like, no. Nope, no, it doesn't. Because <laughs> it's a huge ass fucking carry on. It's just stretched out, I think. Sure. <laughs> I didn't know that suitcases could stretch out, but according to Kim. Yeah, because I've tried to pack so many clothes in it. Kim's new laws of physics over here. <laughs> well, whatever. We all have our own theories. I feel like I had a lot of theories this episode. Yeah. Theories coming in hot. Theory season. <laughs> All right, everyone, um, enjoy your weeks. We will enjoy our short weeks because we do not have to work on Friday. Yeah. Uh, catch us probably going live from the Instagram this weekend and getting many tweets off from Austin, Texas. Yeah, enjoy your Easters. I keep forgetting oh, yeah. that this Sunday is an actual holiday, even though we referred to yesterday as a holiday. Yeah. Happy Easter, everyone. But We're probably going to be day drinking at brunch while everyone else is going to church with their families. So. Yeah. Say a prayer for us. <laughs> Please. All right. Bye. Peace and love. Talking shit to spice up conversation